Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Batch, 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 Hello. I'm Naomi. And I'm Danielle. And this is Batch Bitch, the podcast where we get in depth with each other, ask each other <laughs> questions, get to know each other and find out what this whole life thing's about. Yeah, that, that, <laughs> that too. <laughs> we used to bitch about The Bachelor and now we do questions from Christian group Girl Defined. Which is strangely better for our mental health. <laughs> Um, do you know what? We got a review last episode about like um that we should review more weird YouTube. Do you know what I got stuck on last night? Um there's there's this video on Twitter that went viral of these like girls um these girls from a sorority group. Did you see this video? No, what is it? Okay, hang on. I'm going to find it for you. Should I pause this? Yep. Okay. <laughs> oh, Tazo. You Tazzy, are chill the fuck you out. are angry too from watching that. He's terrified now. Oh. Tazzy, what are you doing? No, 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 no. <clears throat> okay. Anyway, sorry, we're back. Um, yeah, that video is terrifying. <laughs> yeah, they, I, what they are crazy. What is happening? Um, so that's just what sororities are like. We'll put, we'll post a video of that or a screenshot of the video. It went, it went viral. You, you probably seen it now. What if you're I'm, online. Now I know what peer dependent is. <laughs> yeah. After seeing those. I got stuck in this like hole last night. I was up till 2am just watching videos of people doing like tours of their sorority houses or like, um, just like vlogging their recruitment week and it's fucking psycho and they're all psycho. And I was like, three parts of me was like, you're a crazy bitch. And one part was like, I would love to do this. Oh my God. Oh, there'd be, okay. So I would love, my dream job now is doing what Gordon Ramsay does on Hotel Hell. <laughs> Just walking around, giving my two cents on everything that's happening. But I also get stuck on watching, you know, the girls that I love watching on um, YouTube Amy and Amy Mel. Amy and Mel, yes. But it just any of you out there, Google those sorority girls and then also Google um, Amy and Mel. You've told people to Google Amy and Mel on the podcast several times. Yeah, and do it. <laughs> you will not be disappointed. Also, I think, you know how people thought that a rift had happened between us because we didn't post in ages? Yeah. Well, I think a rift has happened between Amy and Mel because now they only post, um, well, only one of them posts songs of her by herself. Really? On Facebook. But it's still never a whole song. It's always only like 10 seconds of a song. <laughs> and it's always like a cover or just being like OG in the corner. Like it's it's like it's 10 seconds. Anybody could write a 10 second song. <laughs> I could write a 10 second song within the next 10 seconds. Do it. Hey Tazo, do you love me Tazo? Oh Tazo. Tazo, please stop. <laughs> 
see, it can beautiful. be done. It can be done. Bless. <laughs> um. Anyway. <laughs> He loved it. Sorry, I got obsessed because there was this also, there's this woman who was on um, Hotel Hell who owned the hotel and she would go into the restaurant and the bar and around the pool area just with it like carrying a little like karaoke machine and she was the hotel owner and she only did share covers and she was like, <laughs> it just sounds like share and it was not like share, it was just like a bad cover of somebody doing an imitation just going like, if I could turn back time like that. <laughs> It was so bad. <laughs> Sounds fucking amazing. Oh my god, you need to Google it. I should watch it. You should. You've Isn't been messaging me? Hey, is an episode of Hotel Hell that you would like? And I'm like, wow, Danielle obsessed with me. I, or do you miss me because we haven't done a podcast in a while? <laughs> Tell I'm you sorry, what. I've been messaging you so much. I Jeez. love it. Okay, I'll come down on it. <laughs> um. Anyway, these sorority videos. Uh, they're all this. It's like a it's like a cult. It's like a religion, the way they think about their sororities and talk about them. And, like, I don't know. I fully understand why they would be like that. But it's crazy. It doesn't seem like you're allowed to say anything negative. Yeah, were they called, like, Delta Pi or something? Well, the, yeah, there, so there was a few. So that, that, that group's called Alpha Delta Pi. Mm-hmm. I watched a, um, a recruitment week of these two girls who have, like, two million YouTube subscribers. And they got into Chi Omega. Um and they all seem kind of the same um but yeah and then I watched this video of this girl who didn't get chosen by any sorority oh no was she crying yes I love that but it was because so she dropped out of recruitment week in her first year and then blogged about it and then she went back the second year trying to get in and then none of them accepted her she got dropped by all 10 because she dropped out the first time because she blogged about it I think oh and then it was just her crying about it and how she didn't, like, say anything negative. It was just her experience and how she's really sad because she feels like she's blown her college experience because she has no friends. Okay. I feel like all of those <laughs> things looked crazy. I would not – I don't think I would want to be in a sorority. Well, that's – there was a girl. She was like, when I went in and you go into all these rooms and it's just literally girls clapping and screaming at you. And she's like – initially I was like, oh, this is too weird. I don't want to do it. But yeah. then – she's like, but then if you realise that if you walked into a room and they weren't doing that, it would just be kind of awkward. So it actually is cool because they're putting all this effort in because they're so excited to meet you. And it's actually a good thing. Okay. <laughs> and then I found – that video looks crazy. I found an even crazier one where they're all sort of like convulsing. And then there's another one where they like they look like rabid animals like stuck in a cage. Is there like a um like a sorority group for people who have social anxiety? Um, none of them. Like, hey, um, it's called yeah. a share house. <laughs> <laughs> they look crazy, and I know that if I was born into the right community, and like I would get so into it i would be like total sorority girl oh yeah also remember that they're not our age they're like 18 well yeah i was like really into social stuff at uni when i was 18 but i'm glad that it wasn't anything that crazy because they just like the way they talk about it it looks like they're brainwashed yeah and i know they're not and it's fine um but i mean they can be that they look brainwashed (laughs) you said that they're not allowed to say anything negative that sounds like brainwashing yeah i don't yeah, so there was like this FAQ, these girls, like this, the same, there's like these two, they're twins, they're called Brooklyn and Bailey, and they have the most psycho eyelashes I've ever seen. And like it's really like, long or it's like overly mascara Both. Okay. 
it looks like, and they like sell their own mascara. And then I like tried to look at it, but um, when I clicked on it, um, I think I've seen, I think I've seen one of these ladies because she, I think she got recommended to me after Girl Defined. This oh really? Brooklyn or what's her name? I don't think they're like super religious or anything. Brooklyn and Bailey. Oh okay, no, maybe not. Anyway, I um, think Bailey was. They one. sell her own mascara that gives them these like really long lashes, and I tried to look at it, but then it was like, this isn't available in your country due to medical standards. <laughs> I mean, maybe they just haven't jumped through the right hoops or something, but I choose to believe that there's, like, some actual poison in this mascara that makes them look that fucked. Oh, my God. <laughs> you looking them up? I'm trying to find the lady who I'm thinking of, but I'm gonna. I'm just going to Google. So, Bailey and Brooklyn. Brooklyn boyfriends. Do they have boyfriends? Oh, no, I have watched. I have. Look, I've watched a video of them. Oh, look at you. Identical no. s- twins. Which places? Sometimes I get very bored. Twinning with my boyfriend. Okay, get rid of the boyfriends and then you can just see a shot. <coughs> oh, no, we joined a sorority. This is the video I watched. This is, you're going to have to edit this out, man. I know. This is terrible content. Anyway, this is a video I watched. I All these... See their eyelashes are like... Oh, yeah. They've, they've done top and bottom lashes and they've done like 15 coats. Anyway, whatever. Um... There, I worry about them, but they did like an FAQ, like, uh, like what it, misconceptions about being in a sorority, mm. and they, <laughs> they were all these negative things, like, oh, uh, it's like a cult, or um, it's just rich girls, and oh, uh, everyone's mean to each other, and like, but they would like laugh about them, but then they couldn't like really deny any of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, people are pretty mean, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it's all fun. <laughs> And they're like, they take up like your whole life and it's like, oh, well, you know, you committed to it. And it's like, <laughs> you're paying for your friends. And then it's like, well, I mean, you pay to go to other social events. So it's kind of like, it's fine. It's not really <laughs> paying. <laughs> um, but I really do feel like it is paying for friends. And I felt so sorry for that girl because she just wanted friends. And they were all like, um, you said something negative about sororities so you're not allowed to be friends with any of us oh <laughs> like, my god it looks so sad and also it's like yeah the one question about like it's only rich girls like those girls are definitely rich and like they just like sort of it was the only question they didn't really address at all <laughs> like yeah they just made it time it's like yeah it's because you have to be rich to go there and they have like private chefs did you know this what so i did like i watched another one that was like a tour of a they sorority employ house chefs. they have chefs and it's like yeah this is where the chef pre- prepares everything so it's like hogwarts sort of like they've got like a little <laughs> shelf chef sorry that's how i relate everything in my life um oh, stop <clears> licking <throat> your dick tar, i guess though. so and like you you go into different sororities that like match your personality so in that way it is kind of like hogwarts okay yeah um except you have to be s- skinny and <laughs> your hair has to be long and you have to be rich and you have to be white <laughs> okay cool perfect yeah cool. <laughs> and then they got they they'd like had a girl in the video who was black and then one of the questions was like oh uh, i heard it's like 
you have to be white to get in. And then the black girl was like, well, I'm not. But then it turned out she was from a historically black sorority. And so, like, <laughs> they've gone over to the black sorority and, like, maybe they're friends with her or whatever. But they've been like, can you be in this video? Because someone has a question about race. <laughs> Even though you're in a black sorority. Like, well, you can't be in our sorority. No. But can you answer this question, please? Yeah. And, then, like, it's just random. It's just wherever you end up. Yeah, everyone in this sorority is white. But that's just how <laughs> it ended up randomly. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway, I'm obsessed with them. Um, highly recommend just diving in to that. Okay, good. Send me some. And put one up on the Instagram story when this comes out. I'll remind you. <laughs> yeah, I might just put in all those videos of um, the insane, like, chants because... Yeah. Oh People like it no, when I you show sh- them that stuff. I have to show you another one. What the fuck? <laughs> like, they look like one sort of moving organism. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Oh, my God. And there's another one where they, like, clap wildly and, like, their hair's going everywhere and like they look like demons. What, like, the Beverly, like, this is how those, like, real housewives start out. It's, like, sororities through the ages. Yeah. It's, like, as you get older, it dwindles down till it's just, like, six women who hate each other at a table <laughs> bitching about each other. <laughs> Oh, yeah, so your husband, Mike, yeah, well, we're fucking. <laughs> I haven't seen any of the Real Housewives show. That's what I assume it's like. Um, more or less. I mean, I don't think it's less like cheating on your spouses with other people's spouses. It's oh, okay. more just like insinuating that people's spouses are cheating on them. Sorry, I got maths confused. That's okay. Just don't do it again. Okay. Um, <laughs> all right, so we have more questions to go through. Last episode, we started on this girl-defined um, 136 questions to ask your podcast partner or fiancé or whatever. <laughs> um, and we've just been working through a relationships one. Would you like to continue? Sure. Okay. <clears throat> um, I'm so sorry. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, are you consistently faithful in fulfilling your commitments? Give examples. Okay. Both of us know we are not. <laughs> we have Anyone not been faithful to, to the this? pod. I'm <laughs> so sorry. We uh, quite often uh, have conflicting schedules where yes. Nomi's busy during the day. I'm busy at night. Sickness. Partners. Yeah. Sometimes I feel like we have to choose between finding a time mm-hmm. or like not having a fight. <laughs> Yeah. Do you know what I'm like? It's just not, it's like my life is so hard right now. And you're like, my life is so hard right now. And then we both come to the conclusion that it'll be fine. It'll be fine if we wait. If we wait a couple of days. (laughs) And I like that about us. Yeah. Well, I mean, the thing is like, if we both have conflicting things on at the same time, we can't just cancel them. No, we can't. To do the pod. We got to, you know, we got to figure it out. I mean, often for Danielle, that's something like date night with Jono. Yeah, well, that's, that's part of my life too and I have to make time for him as well. You do, you do. Um, so I would say you're faithful in fulfilling your commitments to Jono. Thank you. Because somehow my life partner is prioritised above the podcast. That is weird. I found that weird. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so that's pretty you're, That's pretty good. Well done. <laughs> Thank you. What about you? Um, what, to Mark? Yeah. <laughs> What about Tatazo? Tatazo, absolutely. <laughs> 100% committed to this tiny boy. I mean, obviously I'm 100% committed to Mark, but um, in terms of like plans or something, I don't know. We live together. What do you need? We don't do like date nights really. We just hang out with each other. Anyway, um, 
<laughs> uh, do you show a regular willingness to serve others? And in what ways? Um, well, I do this podcast with you. Who are you serving? You. <laughs> you asked me to do this with you and I said yes. Wait, are you just doing this to serve me? Yep. <laughs> um, I don't know. To get me off your back? Yeah. You baked a banana cake for our friend Eve Ellenbergen recently? Yep, for her birthday. For her birthday. Very good comedian. Very funny. Mm-hmm. Um, what have I done? How do I serve others? I clean the kitchen, even though it was mostly Mark's mess. Ooh. <laughs> I'm the laziest <laughs> bitch in the world. I don't do anything for anyone. You bought a cheese platter to Eve Ellenbogen's. <laughs> a cheese platter? Yes, and then you got angry with Jono for putting salt on the cheese. He wanted to try his cumin salt. He's into trying different flavours on different things. Uh. And then he was like, Naomi got mad at me for putting some cumin salt on the cheese. And then he was like, did I? Yeah, you were like, don't put it on that Mercy Valley. That's good cheese. And then Jono was like, I just feel like any cheese you can buy at Woolworths isn't isn't crazy good that you can't put salt on it to try it. Oh, my God. Mercy Valley cheese is good. It's like the best cheese. I'm getting worked up again. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking idiot. You forget. You know there was like some. You forget who Jono is, Naomi. He doesn't care. I just hope that he tried some Mercy Valley first because I was I heard or it's some sort of story or it's true, whatever. I can't remember <laughs> about some chef who would like hire people as chefs and then he would like take them out to dinner and then if they seasoned their food before trying it, then he knew not to hire them because they, they just like assume they want salt on everything when you haven't even tried it. Yeah, but he was just trying. You just looked over and at one point he was just trying a thing. He Who salts cheese? Exactly. That's so weird. How do you know that he's not just... He's just doing the flavour combo because it was cumin. He wanted to see what cumin would taste like on the cheese. So I serve others by trying to prevent them from ruining really <laughs> good cheese <laughs> with cumin salt that they brought from home. Like a freak. He made that cumin salt. <laughs> Yeah, he serves others better than I do because <laughs> that cumin salt was the only thing Mark could eat. And so Jono gave it to him to take home, which yeah. is very sweet. <laughs> He's putting it on everything. That's good. Gladly. Like, luckily you can't eat cheese or we'd have to have a different <laughs> conversation. Um, how do you relate to authority in your life? If so, what adjectives would your employers use to describe you? Um, Hmm, this is with me because uh, I'm very different in the workplace to who I am. Uh, it seems like, so I've talked to somebody about this, but like I'm very good at interviews because I come in with like, I'm like, I don't know these people. Mm. I'm going to give them a show. I'm pizzazz. <laughs> Put some personality in it. Day one. So lying is what you mean. Yeah, basically. I turn up then day one of getting the job and then it's a completely different person. I'm just like, hi, um, so I'm Danielle. Um, what can I do for you today? Um, and they get that person and they're like, this is not the s sassy, confident person we hired. Um, I, I do not well, I do not do well under, like, I just, I, I dwindle. I'm just, I'm a people pleaser. Really? So yeah, you just, in a you're a yes man. Yeah. I just go, okay. Yeah. I don't want to disappoint the boss, which is why right. I need to be the boss of right. myself. <laughs> I do a lot of joking around with authority. Yeah. I like get chummy with them. Yeah. And then like sort of, you know, get some leeway that way. Doesn't not <laughs> always work. <laughs> yeah, no, I could work on it. I um when I worked at a cinema, we had like um performance reviews. Yeah. 
and my performance review was like, you're a really good worker. Um, it's just that sometimes your personality, <laughs> they were like, basically people will ask you to do something and you'll be like, oh, all right, I guess, but then I'll do it and I'll do a good job. But then they feel guilty for asking me and they like don't want to ask me for anything else because I would make them feel bad about it. And I was like, oh, sorry, this is a joke. I'll stop. <laughs> so now I'm always like, yep, I'm on it. Because they had to tell me that it was my work ethic was fine. It was just my personality that they hated. Ah, okay. That yeah. makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I've always had a fine time with teachers and bosses. Mm, I tried to poison one teacher. Well, yeah, we, we <laughs> listened to the last pod for that little tale. <laughs> um, that is concerning. I didn't realize it was poison at the time. Like it's only now that I look oh, well, then that's fine. And think like, oh, that was there. That was poisoning. That was. That's so fucked up. Yeah, I like just, it's actually really. It is what it is. Anyway, sorry about that, Mr. Richards. <laughs> um. In what ways is self-centeredness expressed in your life? Hmm. Okay. You need your alone time. I do need me my alone time, but I don't think that's self-centeredness. I think that's well, self-care. <laughs> well, I mean, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> People have different opinions about different things. <laughs> um, I think it's called being like having some introverted characteristics where you do just want to you need downtime because if not if i didn't do that i'd be a real bitch to you because i'd be cranky and you're not now no so this is you not being a bitch no this is me not being a bitch okay um it's fine (laughs) um i think in my life i can be self-centered by i guess putting others first i never what I just, you know, sometimes I put, I just, I can't, I put, I have to put everybody's needs above my own. So I guess I'm just not self-centered. <laughs> I hate you so much. No, I, do, I don't know. Self-centered. Um, that time you said you'd make me a cake and then you didn't. That was pretty self-centered of you. <laughs> I'm going to kill you. <laughs> I'd say that's pretty self-centered because I actually wouldn't enjoy being murdered. Do you know what I mean? Um, the look in your eyes right now is quite terrifying. <laughs> I mean, I will murder you. I'd say I'm mildly self-centered. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Don't know how else to put that. <laughs> I would not say I'm the most selfless person in the world <laughs> at all in any way. Um, recent examples, um, cracked it up my sister for where she wanted to have her birthday dinner, mm-hmm. even though I was right. And it'll be way better this way mm-hmm. for everyone involved. So I guess that was pretty selfless of me because I saved like 15 <laughs> people from having a horrible experience at a buffet restaurant in Crown. Okay. <laughs> so that's Naomi, um, as we've learned, uh, semi-selfish. <laughs> I think it's important to be a little selfish though. I think it. I think you. it's like different. Everybody's got like a different level. Like I'm not – like I can be selfish with some people but then 100% not selfish with other people. Like, I'm not selfish. I'm, I don't think I'm very selfish with John at all. Like, I always do things just to make his life better. Like, if I know that, like, he likes to come home to having all the dishes washed, I'll make sure all the dishes are washed. Or, like, if he's mentioned that he c- finds it hard to clean his glasses because he can't see. <laughs> so, he can't see if he's left a smudge on there. I'll make sure I clean his glasses so they're ready to go. Or, like, oh, that's nice. buy little things for him that I know he likes. That's cute. If I do the dishes for Mark, it's like an event. (laughs) 
And like yesterday I did the dishes and I knew that when he got home, it would be like a whole thing. And he came <laughs> home and he was like, Naomi, I love you so much. <laughs> He's so grateful. But he used to be like, would never put himself first. I think if anything, I've taught Mark to be a little bit selfish yeah, in like a healthy way and not just like doing it. Everything. everything for me because I easily could have swung the relationship that way. Yeah, I so could easily. see you making him just end up being your, like, servant. Yeah, honestly, I wouldn't mind it now, but <laughs> it's too late. I've already, like, untrained him a little bit. He thinks he's his own person now and that he has needs. Ugh, it's awful. <laughs> I really fucked up, you know. Um, have you ever been a supervisor? Yeah. If so, what adjectives would your employees use to describe you? Okay, well, it was a long time ago. Is this at the dog grooming, the pet kennel thing? Um, I mean, not really. Cause where did you? Where were you a supervisor? Sanity Music. <laughs> <laughs> I was eighteen. Well, I was between seventeen and eighteen. Because it was after yes. I'd finished high school. I didn't even know you worked at Sanity. It was my first job after the dog kennel. Okay. And I worked there for about, I guess, like a year until I was old enough to apply for a job at Telstra. Because that mm. was like where I could get in. I knew I could get a good salary and so I could move overseas. Oh. Um, and so I got a job at Sanity and like like most of the time uh, there was always somebody else as my boss. But mm-hmm. occasionally when I'd be in on a Sunday, it'd be me and like the youngest new worker and then um like i would be in charge of them i think they would say danielle was friendly (laughs) and we'd mostly chat (laughs) (laughs) that's nice well there wasn't much to do you'd just like backfill behind dvds and cds and like put stock out of boxes yeah It, it was so easy I think someone called me the boss lady at my old job once and I was like, excuse me. <laughs> but I never actually was anyone's boss or anything. But I did have like, they had to come and ask me if they were allowed to do things and I would say yes or no. But it was like because I was a product owner. <sighs> Let me tell you two about tech. Um, you have a product owner and they're basically in charge of what goes into an app or what doesn't. And it was okay. basically my job for people to be like, this client wants this. And mostly my job was just saying no. Okay. Um, because there's just not enough time to do everything. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. I know what you mean. But I don't... I think they liked me. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I mostly just fucked around, to be honest. I wasn't very... <laughs> I wasn't very tenacious. Is that the right word? Yeah. <laughs> we don't. Oh, boy. Um. Anyway, no. I think... You know what? I think I would be good first AD. What's AD? So, assistant director. So, the first AD is really their job is to, like, keep everything on time and keep everything moving and be like, Oh, uh, yes, okay. Naomi, renowned for being on time. No, no. It's not about being on time. Okay. It's about yelling at people to hurry up. Oh, okay. But you have to do it. It's, like, a really hard job, Um, not not because of any, like, particular, like, hard skills, but you have to be able to rush things along without, like making people feel bad because when ego gets involved it can like fuck everything and you like you don't want to upset people you want to keep everyone in a light happy mood and like it's I think it's a really hard job and I've seen people do it well and I think I could do it you have to like keep things light but be like okay but you need to like stop doing what you're doing right now and you're wasting time 
I think that's a very interesting job and I think I'd be good at it. Unfortunately, I'm a star of the stage and screen, so I can't <laughs> be behind the camera. <laughs> um, <clears throat> uh, are you ever manipulative of others? Hmm. <laughs> I don't think so, but um, I think like sometimes I'll do subtle things. Like what? Have you ever manipulated me? No, I don't think so. I think like I've done, I think I've just done things like being like, you know, when you subtly mention stuff in the hope that you get a present. <laughs> I've done that. <laughs> I've done that before to Jono. Like just um, occasionally mentioned a thing. Um, or if not outright said that for my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> How manipulative. <laughs> um, Is that manipulative? Yeah, you're a bitch. Okay. You're such a bitch. Um... I think I can be a bit passive aggressive sometimes. I'm trying to think of when I've been manipulative. There used to be this really annoying guy that I worked with who would try to rile me up. And he was kind of new and I was just like, he was trying to be like a little alt-right bitch to me all the time. Oh. And so I made the executive decision to just not look at him or talk to him. Yeah. Because I knew he was always trying to get a rise out of me. And I was like, well, I'll just give him nothing. And then eventually he ended up like fully sucking up to me. So I think, <laughs> I think that's. Oh, and also there was that one time in high school. Have I talked about this on the pod where there was this guy and I had a rash on my face? Have I talked about this? No. And then he you came. had a rash on your face? Yeah, from my first boyfriend. Like a pash rash? No, just like all over my face. Like because we were sleeping in the same bed. I just got this huge rash on my face. Had he never cleaned his sheets or something? No, he always smelled like washing powder actually. Why did you get a Oh, maybe it was too harsh washing powder. Or like his soaps he used or something, okay, you know, yeah. something like that. Anyway, I don't know. Are you sure I haven't told this story on the pod? I'm pretty sure because I don't think I've heard this story. Okay. Sometimes I worry that you have a terrible memory and half the things I say on the pod I've already said before. No, I've got a good memory. Okay, cool. But do you listen to me? That's a whole different story. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, and this guy came in. Um, he was a guy in our class. And he, are you sure I haven't? Is it, he was like I'm a seventh just wheel. tell the fucking story and we'll cut it out if at some point I realize that you've told the story. Okay. Um, See, this is how you know I'm not manipulative because I get fired up. Yeah. So the next question, we'll get to it, but it says, what kind of situations cause you frustration? <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway, and he came and he sat down and like he said, he was like, and he was like, he wasn't very popular. Um, he was like the definition of a loser, I think, in high school. But it's fine now. He's doing great now. He's in uni and he's like, he learned social skills by the end oh of year Oh my God, hurry up with this story. I just feel bad. I don't want to be like this loser. <laughs> he's not listening. Yeah, he's not. Um, anyway, he came in and he just looked at me and he went, Naomi, you look like shit. And then I stood up and I was like, nobody likes you. You have no friends. Don't talk to me ever again. Like I just went off and Jesus. it was like, uh, there's just this white rage came over me. Um, and it was like, my mind was clear during, do you know what I mean? Oh it was my just God. like true rage. And then he just like sucked up to me so hard and he gave me a box of favorites on my birthday <laughs> and then it was fine. <laughs> what, that's so weird that he gave you a box of favorites. To on like suck up to me and it worked. I could be bought with a box of favorites. That's weird. I feel like I should have been meaner in high school. I wasn't like trying, like he just got me on a bed. Like I felt really ugly because yeah. like I had this huge rash on my face. I felt disgusting. And like for him, who was like, I wouldn't even have considered a friend at that point to just say, you look like shit. Yeah. I just, oh, it was a rage I've never known. <laughs> it was amazing. <laughs> um, I guess I'm sometimes I'm manipulative um, 
in when people are pissing me off in conversations. But maybe that's not manipulative. Maybe that's just really blatant because I kind of just like um, call them out on it during the situation. I feel like I've talked about that before. Pardon? <laughs> you listening? <laughs> I've, I zoned out then for Did a moment. Did your eyes glaze over? Yeah, they glaze over. I feel over like your eyes are glazed over half the time. <laughs> no? No. Oh, my God. <laughs> um. Anyway, I'm. Um. have I told this story on the pod? Well, tell the fucking story <laughs> and we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to cut my head off. Yes. Um. We were, no, I have told that story. I'm not going to tell it. Also, I'm afraid of you now. <laughs> Good. Um, so what kind of situations cause you frustration and how do you respond? Anytime Naomi says something infuriating, <laughs> which is most of the time Naomi's speaking. That's so mean. <laughs> when you gaslight me. Why do I, when do I gaslight when you? When you're like, I've told you this story. I've told you this story. And I'm like, you haven't told me this That's story. That's my insecurity. I'm not trying to convince you of something that I know to be untrue, you bitch. Okay. Now this is causing me frustration. Well, good. <laughs> good. Um, no, honestly, when anybody out. accuses me of um, like doing something I haven't done. Mm. That annoys me so much because I've got a, I've got a very good memory and um, Jonah has a terrible memory and he'll forget where he put things and then he'll be like, where did I put that? But I have like a memory where like if I see glasses on a table, I'll remember. I'll just be like, oh, I'll have noticed them because yeah. I've noticed. Yeah, I, you have I a good memory. Things. We get it. Um, and then he'll he'll be like, where are my glasses? I don't know where my glasses are. And then I'll be like dining room table and then he'll he'll think that I've moved them there because he didn't remember putting them there and I'm like no you just take things off and put them in places without taking any notice of where you put them wow Jono truly is the villain in this scenario well, he, he, he accuses me he accused me of gaslighting him <laughs> <laughs> he thought I was moving things all around the house and I was I like bet you are. no you just keep putting them in weird places <laughs> Keep him vulnerable. <laughs> Convince him he's insane. <laughs> I see what you're doing. <laughs> um, yeah, situations that cause me frustration. Um, people who are being rude and no one calls them out on it. And that's when I that's when I get to it. Is that why you and Jono like hanging out so much together? Because you're both rude and both call each other out the whole time, but it's in a fun way. Yeah, we're the call out. We're the call out, <laughs> dudes. <laughs> <laughs> it is fun. We have fun. Um, what circumstances might make you impatient or angry? <laughs> How is this different? What what circumstances? Impatient or angry? Um, if I'm like, let's leave the house, and then Mark starts brushing his teeth or something, <laughs> I'm like, I thought we were leaving. I'm ready to go, and now we're taking <laughs> ten hours to leave the house. I tried to um confront him about that once, and then he brought up several occasions where I've taken ages to get ready, <laughs> and then I was just like, I'll let it be. <laughs> Um, impatient. I don't know. Impatient? Um, impatient. Um, apparently I took too long to tell a story before. You did tell, you did. Let's just move on because you're being a real to bitch it. today. Sorry. Okay. Um, think. I don't <laughs> How know. do you handle, handle anger? I say. Have you it. ever been violent? Do you raise your voice when <laughs> angry? Well, clearly I raise my voice. <laughs> I've raised my voice seven times at you. <laughs> I never, ow. I never scream. I don't I'd, scream. I'd either. never scream, but like I will get frustrated and make the same noise that I've been making at you, where I'd be like Naomi, like that. Yeah. I'd be like, what are you doing? Like that. That would be the height of my. Yeah. Like it's like a frustration voice. No, I'd never. 
I'd never scream or like hit. <laughs> I, just, I just feel like hitting would be like like a toddler thing to do. Yeah. I hate to break it to you, Danielle, but there are adults who do I know, it. but they're toddler adults. Yes. Um. Yeah, no, I never, you know, I never get violent. Uh-uh. Um, <laughs> do I raise my voice? No. I remember, is this too personal you've, to talk about? You've raised your voice at me. Yeah, but that's funny. Yeah. <laughs> um, Mark, when, we, when Mark and I first got together, he's like, I'm going to yell at you eventually, like, because that's how I... That's how I handle conflict. I yell and I'm sorry. And I'm like, I don't yell. We're not going to yell. And he's like, we'll yell at each other. And like, we just haven't. Um, <laughs> and then like, yeah, after a while he was like, oh no, that's just because of the kind of relationships I've been in. <laughs> um, have you ever had to deal with a broken relationship? If so, please provide the details of that relationship. How long ago, the situation <laughs> and how did you handle it? <laughs> And no. <laughs> Have you had any other boyfriends? No, no long term. John, are your only boyfriend? Mm-hmm. Mm. I just waited for Prince Charming. <laughs> or Prince Rude, as you like to call him. <laughs> yeah, Prince not very charming. <laughs> charming to me. Somebody said the other night, um, I was doing, like, there's this room in Melbourne called Lucky Cock, which is renowned to be, like... Awful. It's It can be a, it can be a fine comedy time but most of the time if it's you pretty succeed, rough it's great because it's really hard to succeed yeah and I was emceeing and it was like a pretty rough night like maybe one or two people got a few laughs mm-hmm. and everybody else pretty much bombed um, oh. the worst a- bomb I ever saw was there and Who? um I can't even remember did they walk off stage and walk out of the venue no okay oh maybe they did I mean I would if I were them I wasn't really paying attention but um I just remember um Simon, what's his name? Simon, which he one? has a bit about um, doing MMA. Simon Carter? Is that it? Thanks. It's Simon Carter. Yeah, okay. I was going to say that, but then I thought I got it mixed up with someone else. Anyway, Simon Carter did really well at the start. Yeah. And then um, I was standing next to him. I hadn't been on yet, but there was this guy on and he was bombing. Actually, you were there Yeah, that I was night. there. I remember this because I think you're about to say how he introduced you. No. No? Okay. <laughs> I was also there for that night. No, that no, that was the same night. Oh, that was the same night. Okay. <laughs> okay. Nah, we can tell this story. Oh, I know who you're talking about <laughs> too. Oh, I know who who you're gonna say. Yeah. Okay. okay. No. So this guy was bombing. I've never seen anyone bomb this hard. It was complete silence. But I just remember this girl was sitting at the table in front of us, and she leaned back to Simon Carter, who'd done well, and she and she whispered, "Is this funny to you?" <laughs> <laughs> oh God, that was so funny. <laughs> Uh, and then yes, that was I was on directly after that guy, and I was introduced on stage as this next comedian's a girl, but don't worry, she's funny. Good night all round. I love that night. I love that Danielle was there, um, <laughs> so that I did because so, I messaged her immediately afterwards, and I was just like, "Was that fucked?" <laughs> um, anyway, that's fine. Won't the name the comedian. They apologized. We moved on. <laughs> but I will note that when they introduced Danielle to the stage, they were like, this next comedian's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> well, the other night I would not have appeared hilarious. Um, oh, well, good. The other night How I the bo- mighty have fallen. I did a very bad – I it was not good. The whole night was pretty rough. But um, uh, afterwards, one of the other comics came up to me and he was like, 
Oh, great job. Sorry, I just want to point out that I did do well that night. Yeah. Even though I went on after someone who bombed and then someone else who the MC did no material to try and win the crowd back and then said, don't worry, she's funny for a girl. Oh, yeah, I remember you killed it. You were very funny. At Yeah, at this notoriously bad bar. Anyway, yes. let's go back to you, Um Okay. <laughs> um, so I, I, uh, I was not doing a great job at MCing, but this committee came after up after to me and was like, oh, good job MCing. And then I was like, that was terrible. And he was like, no, yeah, no, that was – it was a rough one. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, why would you even say it was a – why would you do that? And then he was like, oh, yeah, that's right. I f- sometimes I forget that you're dating – Jono, so you have to be able to handle complete honesty at all times. Like, yeah. But it's good to know everybody knows how honest he is. That's beautiful. I One thing I don't miss about stand-up is if you ever had a bad gig – all the other comedians. Don't look you in the eyes. Yeah. It's so funny because I know I've done it to people. Like I've just like been avoiding them. Well, yeah, you, you have no choice. I don't know. Like it feels uncomfortable. You're like, ah, I don't want to talk to them. What if they spread their stink to me? Yeah. <laughs> and I bomb. It's awful. It's the worst. And you just have to leave. That's yeah. the only thing you can do is just leave. I like when people don't though. Like I like when people get to that point in comedy where they don't, like a bomb doesn't feel it doesn't even matter anymore and they're Mm. they're fine to stick around they don't even feel ashamed to be there when the crowd (laughs) are there like they couldn't they don't even think that the crowd are like oh reminded every time they stare at them and they're just Uh, chatting with their friends I feel like that's a sign you've been in comedy too long (laughs) I think it's so funny to see them just like chatting with their friends and everybody else is like ah (laughs) about being in the same room that's my favorite one of my favorite things to see (laughs) Um, so no broken relationships from you then? No. <laughs> I've had, Mark's my fourth boyfriend. Oh yeah, I forgot you've had um, a, st- a string of lovers who've yeah. all ended up being hopelessly, um, they've all ended up, their life's combusting afterwards. Yeah, absolutely. Um, <laughs> I you love broke to them. ruin people's lives. <laughs> That's not true. I only think I ruined one of their lives. Okay, sorry. You just might mention him a lot. <laughs> No, that – I mentioned the fuck boy because that's the only time I've ever been rejected uh, because I broke up with the other two ones. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's three broken relationships. Um, and I don't think they'll ever recover from not um, having access to me now. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I, would, I worded that in the worst way possible. Access <laughs> to you. It's just a joke. <laughs> Oh my god, you're not like a VIP nightclub. Really? Because I feel like one. <laughs> and you're not getting in. <laughs> um, how horrifying. Um, that's 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 the end of the relationship ones. We can throw in how's this? We've got extra time. We can throw in a miscellaneous one. Oh yes. Put in a Well, I actually think we've got more time than this because we spent a lot of time looking up um the cheerleader thing. Alright, well we'll add a couple minutes. We've probably got a few minutes God. Before we end it. Um, <laughs> I can't wait to get to past sins and confessions. Oh, my God. That's going to get... There's going to have to be some questions we skip. No. Okay. You don't have to... You know, we can we can dance around it <laughs> the way that Girl Defined does, how they never <laughs> fucking answer any actual questions. Um, miscellaneous. Um, what is your attitude towards pets, indoor or outdoor? 
Um, Considering there's a dog sitting in between us right now on the couch. Depends on the pet. I can't have cats because I'm allergic. <sighs> I'm so sorry. Um, I also find like... Cats are cute. Cats are cute, but I'm allergic. And mm. I also feel like I just wouldn't want their hair everywhere. That's true. Their and hair I wouldn't want to have a shit box in my house. Also true, yeah. Um, People, some, some, not all, because sometimes you go to a house, can't smell it. Sometimes I go to a house with a cat and all you can smell is like cat piss. Yeah, it's gross. Maybe that's just people who don't clean the kitty litter properly. Yeah. I had a friend who had an indoor pig and it was disgusting. Excuse me. It was disgusting. Indoor pig? And was it like pig. a small pig or a big pig? It was a small pig when it was a baby and then it grew <laughs> into a big pig. Because I to imagine like, like a... It used to like eat the corners a of... A meter long... Like real thick. I mean, yeah, it grew up to be that big, but at the start, it was. It used to eat like the edges of furniture, and everything was covered <gasps> in like pig saliva, Ew. and I couldn't deal with it. Yeah, and also like I can't deal with birds. Cannot be indoors. Birds Why? need to be outdoors in in a cage, in a cage or Why? something. But also, I don't think I have a bird. Just don't Why have do a bird. Why do you hate indoor birds? Because everything. If you let the bird out, the bird will shit in places. <laughs> You end up with shit everywhere. You end yeah. up with just bird shit everywhere. I don't want any. All I want indoors I I really is a fish. I don't know anyone with an indoor bird. Yeah, I knew about a person with an indoor bird, and there was shit everywhere. Ugh. Um, I've only like I could only deal with a fish inside, mm-hmm. or maybe. I don't even think I'd have a dog inside. Really? Yeah, I don't think like I'd need a house with a yard, and if I had an indoor dog, it would probably be something like a sweet little. Chihuahua or something. But that's not going to happen because you want a German Shepherd. Yeah, I want a German Shepherd. But Jono is a small dog boy. Yeah, so we got to get one of each at some point. One of each. Well, so this is Actually, my... Actually, that's my favourite duo at my apartment Big complex. And is a German Shepherd and a little Bichon Frise. Ooh, And cute. the German Shepherd is very docile and nice and the Bichon Frise is a little bitch. <laughs> yeah, that's what happened. <laughs> I think uh, what I could do is I think I could manipulate Jono into loving a big dog by getting a German Shepherd. But also, I don't really like By just puppies. buying a German Shepherd. <laughs> by getting a puppy and the, being small and then growing up into a big dog. But also, I think I could just get him... A, like I could rescue a little dog and mm-hmm. a German Shepherd because I don't really like puppies. I like adult dogs. Yeah, puppies are cute, but they're yeah. such high maintenance. I feel like you go through having a puppy so that you get to have a dog. No, people like puppies because they're small and cute. Yeah, but puppies are fucking annoying as shit. Yeah, they are. And then at the end, you've got like you've got a beautiful dog who's just like lovely and an adult, not and traumatized. Is <laughs> yeah. I love them. But Tarzo is perfect and he's a rescue. Exactly. Um, so I highly recommend not buying a puppy and just getting yeah. an adult dog. I think adult dogs are the best because they're just calm. Yeah. You don't have to go through that puppy stage. You don't have to go through teething. You don't have to go through all that shit. Them waking up in the middle of the night all the fucking time. Yeah. You can still teach them like, like you know, behavior rule stuff. Oh, yeah. Like it's not like it's an issue. Yeah, I mean, he's a, to be them. fair, Tarzan was a little bit of a psycho sometimes. Yeah. Like when he came into your house today and just started barking at you because he wanted your attention. <laughs> I mean, that was cute though. It and then cute. I gave him the attention he wanted and then he stopped. It's cute because he like hesitates because he's like knows that he probably shouldn't bark, but he like doesn't know how to communicate. So he's just like, mm, wolf. <laughs> oh my God, he's the love of my life. Um, what about you? You're obviously indoor dog. Yeah, absolutely. And what about indoor everything else? Um, I would like a cat, but it couldn't be fully indoors. 
it would have to be like that it could go outside to piss and stuff because I don't want kitty litter. Yeah. Would you have like a area that's like, would you do one of those things where you have like an outdoor like cattery where you have the thing that's fenced, like sort of like got a cage sort of around the edge of your, or it's like meshed off so that it can't go hunt wildlife and stuff? No, that's insane. Okay. <laughs> okay. Absolutely not. I just put a bell on the cat because that stops it from killing birds, right? That's what a bell is for. So that they I mean, can't be sneaky. Yeah. So, sort of. Yeah. What do you mean sort of? I'm well, I guess. You. Well, I guess like it depends on if the bird like, you know, like if, what if the cat's just lying in the bushes? Then a bird comes down, then it jumps out before the bird has time to do it. I mean, sure, but I doubt it. Okay. I'm saying t- that's what the bell is for. Okay. And you desex your cat and stuff, obviously, so it couldn't. You desex all your animals. Who's walking around with these non-desexed animals? Well, we have too many stray animals. Too many friggin' rescue dogs and cats that need adopting. Desex your animals, you okay, psychos. Well, Tarzan wasn't desexed when we got him. I mean, he was by the time we got him because they desexed him at the yeah. shelter. But what's this I mean, like, old dog doing? If I balls? had, if I had Sarge still, there's no way I wouldn't want to breed him with another German Shepherd so I could have a, another little Sarge. Like have continue his line because I would I just loved him so much. Oh my god! Danielle. I would love to have his like I want Sarge's children is what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> you want to have his? Babies. I want to have his babies. <laughs> I do. He was the best dog in the whole world, and I cry probably twice a month. I wake up in the middle of the night crying because I, I miss m- my dog so much. I'm so sorry, Danielle. <laughs> um, what are your political leanings? <laughs> I think we both. No. <laughs> I'm an MRA, famously. I'm yes. a libertarian. I believe in um, just get rid of the government. You love Milo Yiannopoulos. No rules. I'm sick of having rules. I don't want to pay tax anymore. Um, obviously, I think that if you are poor, that's your fault. Mm-hmm. Um, you, Danielle? Yeah, same. Yeah. Pretty much the same on all of them. I think if anyone's listened to the podcast, they know that about us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They know where we stand. Yeah. I just, I guess I just like men more than women. Do you know what I mean? I just can't get along with women. <laughs> I find them, oh, bitchy. <laughs> yeah, that's why I think men need more um, rights in family court. Mm-hmm. That's the number one pressing issue in this country. Yep. Okay, clearly we're lying. <laughs> Not me. <laughs> okay. Well, okay. Moving <laughs> on. Um, what is your favourite sources? What are your favourite sources for news? Uh, Infowars, for me, yeah. huge one. Um, yeah, they told the truth. Uh, Fox News, unfortunately, we don't have anything the same in Australia. Sky News comes pretty close. I love Miranda Devine. She's a great journalist. A mm-hmm. um, lot of integrity there. She's very smart. Who else? Um, of course, for Radio, Alan Jones. Okay, um, I don't really uh, read the news or go in search of the news. What happens for me is something pops up in my Facebook feed and then I either choose to believe it or not to believe it and I use my common sense. Don't believe it. I was just reading, there was a story in the news about this 17-year-old girl who got legally euthanized in... The Netherlands, I read that too. Not true. Not true? No. Yeah, I thought that and was like, crazy. I that's I thought I was like, this can't be true. And then I looked it up and like every like credible like 
English language news source was reporting the same thing. So I was like, I mean, not the most credible, but fairly credible. Yeah. Like, not like freaking Daily Mail, right? Yeah. But they were all reporting it and I was like, okay. Anyway, not true. It's just when it got translated um, to English, uh, that's when that fucked up. Ah, uh, so what was it? She just... She just refused food and drink. Ah, uh, okay. Um, And then they, like, forced her into hospital, like, 20 times to be forcibly fed. And yeah. And so... It was just, like, too much suffering and so they just kind of, like, let her go. But anyway. Um, Wait, so she did die? That was, like, yeah, she did. She passed away. Oh, okay. Yeah. She's very sad. Okay, so she basically sort of, like, committed suicide. Yes. Um, as opposed to being euthanized, which the government, like, which would be a weird, it would just be a weird area because you need to go through, a, a, I... There's, like, all those procedures where it's, like, I think euthanasia should be legalised, but there's obviously got to be, like, a lot of stringent laws around it. Yes, that's a very complicated topic. I also think that, like, this is... Not as cut and dry as people think because, like, who gets to decide whether someone's life is worth living or not, you know? And, like, a lot of disability advocates are, like, um, that's going to fuck up and, like, they're going to kill people with disabilities because they deem them with having lives not worth living when that's not true. Yeah, well surely it's got to be the person's choice but only if they're right in their mind like psychologically. Well that well. you know people can be manipulated into things. Yeah. Um and they can be convinced of things. That's why everybody drank the Kool-Aid. Well, no, they drank what? the Kool-Aid because there was someone standing there with a gun saying drink this or I'm going to shoot you in the face. All right, well as you can see people can be convinced of a lot of things. <laughs> Um, That's another one that, like, the news isn't exactly... Yeah. <coughs> um, the story isn't so clear on. I I think that... Is this weird? This is something that I've been thinking about that I think I want to write a joke about, but obviously when I say it right now, it's not going to sound like a joke at all. But I think mm. that if you do something with euthanasia and stuff, maybe you shouldn't be allowed to do it until you're over the age of 25 because that's when your brain finishes maturing. Mm-hmm. So, like... You should wait until you you're fully developed to decide because you if not you might not know yourself yet properly. Yeah, and then at twenty five you're like, yeah, I was yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> that's what because like, like I feel like teenagers like some teenagers try and like kill themselves and um like you going through puberty and your brain chemistry is all over the shop. Yeah, like if you like I look back on things I did as a teenager. Um, I'm horrified. <laughs> the stick shift incident, for one. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> ah! <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, uh, <laughs> we can have one more question. Yep. What are your interests, hobbies, and talents? Interests, hobbies, and talents. Okay. Uh, Stand-up, obviously. Is that an interest, a hobby, or a talent? All three, baby. <laughs> Do you enjoy it's not stand a hobby? up? Um, like, y- it's harder now because it's my job. Yeah. Like, I still enjoy it a lot. Um, but, like, not every single time. You know? Yeah. Sometimes it's like, oh, I'm going to work today. And then other times I'm like, I'm going to have fun. Yeah. You know? So it depends. I don't think I ever actually enjoyed doing stand up. Yeah. Is the thing. I think I enjoyed standing on stage and getting laughs. <laughs> You like the tension? Yeah, I love the <laughs> attention of it. <laughs> I love that aspect. I love the like <laughs> approval and the praise. Yeah. But I think going there and actually performing it, I never like if I was ever at a gig and someone was like, Oh, do you want to get up? Like we can 
like you know do you want five i'd be like fuck you did, did <laughs> like, just no fart? way did he does he do that sometimes does he fart yeah yes okay well that was a stinky one boy <laughs> really yeah i think i think he did one. it hasn't reached over oh. here yet i'm so sorry oh yeah he does do that oh okay <laughs> um sorry continue Leave him alone. He's human. He's not. He's a dog. Um, uh, yeah, no, I don't think I ever actually, like, enjoyed it. But I think I would enjoy doing different stuff on stage. Yeah. But you enjoy it. Yeah, I enjoy it. That's good. Um, yeah. Uh, also, probably uh, painting, mm-hmm. decorating. Mm-hmm. I love to decorate. I love to do little crafts. So, like, make them pots or something like that. Yeah. Cooking. That's fun. Mm-hmm. Um, that Those are probably all my... Gardening? Hobbies and stuff so far. Well, gardening sort of, but I don't really have a garden. I just have lots of plants. Yeah, but you, you know, you like taking care of plants. Yeah, I do like to take care of plants. You love propagating. I do love propagating. <laughs> what about you? I love taking your propagated plants and killing them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, what else do I like to do? Um, oh, no, I don't have anything. You know what? I love watching TV. And I feel like the fact that I want to work in TV, I can say that now without feeling like a lazy cunt. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like that's a valid hobby, like absorbing art. I think that's fine. Um, I think it depends what you classify as art, though, as well. I've been watching 30 Rock. Okay. Hmm. That's fine. What do you mean? Like, if it's... Where were you headed with that? Sometimes <laughs> I just watch, like, loops of random YouTubers. Yeah, no, I do... I guess... I put enough time into it to consider it a hobby of just like being online. Yeah. (laughs) I spend so much time online. Too much time (laughs) online. And also socializing. Yeah. I would not say that's one of your hobbies. No. (laughs) No, I don't like socializing. (laughs) Yeah, no, I like being among people. I like, I like one-on-one time. Yeah, nah, not me. I don't ever want to be in a sort of group situation. Unless, of course, it's like, like when, like... You and Mark and me and Jono like do like a fun bad movie night or something. That's fine. Mm-hmm. But I don't want like 18 people around me. I don't like that. I want one-on-one. Yeah. On one. That's why I like coffee dates with people. Go for a coffee. Mm. One-on-one chatter. You get Ugh. to have a good conversation. I like that. Mm. God. I'm sorry. You just want to be the life of the party. You What I you do. want is you want to have a posse around you. You want to have like 17 people so you got all eyes on you so that you get to be the, be the star of the show. You're like, everybody, I got a new stand-up routine. <laughs> Watch me. Oh, my God. I'm going to have an entourage. <laughs> One day I will have an entourage. <laughs> and they will be great. All right. Well, just pay me to stay around you so I can bring you back down to earth. <laughs> I'll see. <laughs> I mean, I'll, like, do some interviews probably. Okay, I'll be doing out. my own thing. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, is that enough bullshit? I think that's enough bullshit. That's enough. Come on. Okay, do we have any more reviews? No, we just had that one. Okay, we'll get on it. It seems like us just going off on hiatus for a bit didn't didn't make anyone else want to rate the podcast. It's so weird that without any podcasts available, no one's done any reviews. You psychos. Um. So now's the... um. The by how to use every second podcast. What I was going to say biannual, but that's twice a year. I want every second podcast, so it's time for my fortnightly um, part where I yell at you all for not. Um, oh yes, for not writing a review. So write a freaking review. What are you doing? Only one review. Yeah, seriously. What are you doing? 
from okay. Jack, Jack, Jackie. I mean, listen to the last part if you want to hear that again. Great review. Um, shout out to Jack, Jack, Jackie. And also shout out to no one else. Apart from all the other people who've already left a review, actually. You're very nice. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Okay. Now I'm going to read you <laughs> the song description yeah. uh, by Kevin McLeod and Incompetech. This song this week is called Hot Pursuit. And this is the description. Run. It is the Hemiola monster. We just need to get to the bar. It doesn't seem to want to cross the bar. Oh, my God. It has friends. No, wait. That's just a standard clave pattern. Oh, clave pattern. No, I'm not explaining this description or what is wrong with my head. <laughs> what? That's the description Kevin McLeod has written for this song. Hemiola monster. Hemiola? Hemiola. Clave pattern? I feel like that. Why that's do you think it's clave? Why did your cl- mind jump to that? Because of those clave sticks you used to make music in primary school. I was thinking it was maybe those. Hemiola. Can you Google? I'm a Google. musical figure in which typically two groups of three beats are replaced by three groups of two beats, giving the effect of a shift between triple and duple meter. Okay. And now I'm going to. I was actually right, Naomi. A clave pattern. It's a it's clave pattern, and it is these. It is those. It's a look. This is what a clave is. Yeah, I just want to point out. It's a clave. Out, you are screaming into the microphone. It is clave. You stupid fucking bitch. <laughs> <laughs> it's the two sticks. Yeah. Um. So all right. Get off my dick. <laughs> well, I can't wait. We haven't actually sung on this yet, so I can't wait to see if I can notice the um, hemiola. Pattern. No, Hemiola monster. Well, I, I mean, yeah, okay. <laughs> Clave pattern. So we we know what their description means. We still don't have an explanation for what is wrong with Kevin McLeod's head. But, you know, I think we're in that process. It's like an ongoing thing where we find out more about him. We delve Every deeper. Week, week after week. Yeah. All right. One day we'll get to the bottom. Check out the him. Facebook page. <laughs> The Instagram, the Twitter. Oh, it's all do, on there. It's all happening. Do whatever you're going to do. We'll talk to you next time. Okay. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.